Welcome back to Purdue Campus Community Essentials, the podcast that explores essential resources and information on Purdue West Lafayette campus. My name is Will Evans, and as always, I'm joined by Leslie Charters, and this is episode seven, part one of exploring CAPS and PUSH on campus. Today, we are joined by Chris and Jamie. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and I can't wait to dive into what you guys have to offer. So tell us about yourselves. Well, it's great to be here. So thank you, uh, Dr. Chris Haynes, Senior Director of Counseling and Psychological Services, otherwise known as CAPS. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just great to be here to talk about the services we provide, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Good afternoon. My name is Jamie Jackson. I am holding two hats at the moment. The first one in my primary is Director of Nursing for Purdue University Student Health Services, also known as PUSH, because that is a mouthful to say, (laughs) and also wearing the hat of Interim Senior Director for um, Overall Operations of PUSH. I'm just as excited to be here as Chris and to share um, not only the services that we provide here at PUSH, but also um, the collaborative services that we can refer students out to with our partners on campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, guys, you are the two biggest kind of medical service people on campus, at least as far as students are concerned, right? So what are kind of the most common things you would see a student come to both your areas for? Yeah, great question. And we're uh, we're co-located, so we're uh, we're in push as well. Caps, yeah. counseling, psychological services. We're on the second floor, but we do have a few locations on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think students come to us for a wide variety of reasons. You know, overall, in terms of they're just experiencing a challenge, mm-hmm. maybe it's a mental health concern. Um, you know, there are some ratios that it's one in three students experience some type of mental health challenge mm-hmm. uh, that's impacting their life. So we're here for students for that. Uh, stress, anxiety, depression, maybe loneliness, um, imposter syndrome, yeah. all kinds of just different challenges. And just, hey, school is really challenging right now, and I'd like to have a space to get some support. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really do see students for a wide variety of concerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, here at PUSH, what we would do is, um, interesting fact that I've learned is over the last 10 years, our top 10 diagnoses has not changed. Wow. So even though, interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Even though students oh. on campus have changed over time, healthcare trends have changed over time, um, the student diagnoses of the top 10 have not changed over time. Um, so students come to us for a, a wide variety of things, everything from wellness appointments, such as they need physicals for school, physicals mm-hmm. for work, fit to fly to be able to um, travel abroad. They come to us for acute and chronic healthcare conditions. So maybe a condition, a healthcare condition that they've had since they were a child and they're learning how to manage independently at home. We're here to assist with that. Or sometime during their their time here on campus, they're going to develop a flu, a cold, a cough. Um, Kind of going back to those top 10 diagnoses, um, we see a lot of allergy and immunizations. We do Mm -hmm. provide immunizations for all the state required shots to come to Purdue University, and we provide allergy services. Outside of that, our chronic conditions that we diagnose the most are sexually transmitted infections. We're here to um, teach, educate, and support um, those types of services. We do um, upper respiratory infection, as you can imagine, even pre-COVID. You know, we have the cough, the common cold, and the flu. Um, That is a top diagnosis for us. What What would you tell a student or even a faculty and staff who said, describe to me the difference between individual and group counseling? Great question. Great question. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think they're both incredibly effective mm-hmm. um, and they're very popular. 
Uh, we had over a thousand students participate in our group services wow. two years ago to give you a snapshot. And then we're definitely trending up yeah. now. Um, and we have over 20 weekly groups. Mm -hmm. um, so if you think about it, um, you know, the presenting concern, the types of support needed, whether it's anxiety, depression, maybe isolation, mm -hmm. you know, sense of belonging. And you have an individual conversation with the initial therapist to say, what's the game plan? Yeah. How do we best support you? Um, and I typically describe it as um, we can be effective individually, but imagine what it would be like talking about the same concern with eight other people that are also sharing similar concerns. Obviously, yeah. they have their own unique stories, but it could be really powerful. Yeah, so, but that is powerful. To me, it's a conversation about what do we think is the best avenue yeah. for this individual? Um, and they're both really effective. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it kind of replicates the group dynamics, maybe the classroom, yeah. maybe the family, and it's so powerful to get that exposure and the yeah. opportunity really just to kind of learn about yourself and gain some space yeah. in a supportive right. space. And it definitely helps you realize I'm not alone in this. Right. <laughs> like, there are other people. Yeah. Very good. Are there any services you guys don't provide that students should be aware of? I think that's always an interesting conversation because what I think um, both Chris and I would, would say jointly is that we're a great starting point. Um, yeah. And what we're here to do is help um, navigate that journey um, mm -hmm. to the end result of what they're looking for. So if it's a service that we have in-house, then we're definitely going to offer those services. If it's a very specialized um, mental health concern, disease process um, issue, then we may not have that specific specialist on board. For example, we don't have a neurologist on board. So um, no, but, brain surgery. no brain surgery. No brain surgery. No, but we have <laughs> providers that are excellent at taking care of concussions and head injuries um, and all of those things, but not as specific as a specialized mm -hmm. neurologist. Mm -hmm. um, so we are, regardless of if we can offer that service, what I would think that jointly we would say is we're a great starting point. Yeah. And what we can't serve you, we will definitely get you the resources that you need mm -hmm. um, to get you to the end point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really helpful. I mean, you know, at, um, at CAPS, it's about, you know, being accessible. It's yeah. about being that, that point for students to connect with us, the opportunity of the moment. We know students face a lot of challenges and we want to be available. Mm -hmm. um, within that, you know, when we greet the individual, we talk about some skills that they could benefit from, what, what they're hoping to get out of services, and then we come up with a support plan. Mm -hmm. What I really like to emphasize about that is it's tailored to that specific student. Mm -hmm. And there are times where the service, maybe the, the length of service or the intensity of service isn't something that we can provide. They're still leave that initial contact with an appointment so they can meet with another person to talk through what the maybe the treatment recommendation is and how we can best support the next steps, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I would say, yes, absolutely. It's one of those things where everybody gets, you know, the opportunity to get that support and the next step might be outside. Yeah. Um, which usually is like, okay, I want some like intensive outpatient services right, right. multiple times per week. Um, maybe there is somebody that needs more intensive services along yeah. those lines. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So before we wrap this up, why don't we tell students, faculty and staff the easiest or best way to schedule an appointment with your offices? Is there an online appointment request form? Is that the best way? Yeah, for us, we, we do everything you just call um, okay. and we schedule same day, next day, actually. Nice. nice. Immediate yeah. contacts. We're really excited about that. It's something we started January 2020. And yeah, this year we truly tested it. We were able to meet that same day, next day. So if a student calls, they say, hey, I'd like to get started with, with you know, counseling. I want to get started at CAPS. They get set up with the same day, next day, a brief screen mm -hmm. uh, with the clinicians. So 
Um, that's an opportunity for them to share their concerns, definitely get some support and walk away with some next steps. Yeah. Uh, but we do that on the phone, so we have them okay. call us. Okay. Yeah. And for PUSH, we do have online scheduling services that are available to the student three o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you can read that, reach that scheduling portal through our PUSH webpage that's embedded in purdue.edu front slash PUSH. Um, that gives you a great opportunity to also know the services we provide, um, the providers that we have on staff and know their background and their history to get to know them as well. Um, so the online scheduling seems to be our, our hottest avenue that students schedule with us, but they can also call and schedule an appointment through our main number of the 494-1700. Um, we don't encourage walk-ins unless they're true emergencies, just because mm -hmm. you know anywhere, any healthcare system can't handle walk-ins. We are a scheduled um, ambulatory care center, not yeah. a walk-in center. So we do prefer the online scheduling or the call to schedule an appointment. Awesome. Well, Chris, Jamie, we have learned a lot about services and even some, some nuanced type things from, from both of your areas. Thank you so much for having a conversation with us today. And for those tuning in to listen, we hope this was helpful for you and knowing how to help students navigate these resources and get them connected. If you have yeah. more uh, topics you'd like us to cover on Purdue Campus Community Essentials, feel free to email Will. Will, what's your email? That's a great question. <laughs> My email is evans240, that's E-V-A-N-S 240 at all the links to the referenced resources in today's episode can be found in the show description. So be sure to check that out for all links and resources. You can get started getting connected with CAPS and PUSH. And we hope that you will tune in next time.